Welcome to Ashlyn's Apron Podcast, a holistic journey to healthier living. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm ready to guide you on the path to living your best life. As a registered dietitian, I absolutely love anything food, science, everyday living, and of course, finding joy in it all. I'm here to give you nutrition advice while also providing tips for your daily life. Join me as I help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Welcome to Ashlyn's Apron. I'm excited for you to join me today as we have a little discussion about meal planning. Before I was even a dietitian, while I was still in school, this was one of my most frequently asked questions. Can you make me a meal plan? I feel like a lot of people think that since I'm a dietitian, or even while I was in school to be a dietitian, that I have some secret ability to look at someone and bam, they have a meal plan. A lot more goes into meal planning than meets the eye. We'll talk a little bit more about this in a second. I've actually kind of discussed the foundation of making a meal plan when I've talked about making our plates and balancing all of our nutrients. In that episode, I talked about the components of meals that we want to aim for. The outside of the bullseye includes our macronutrients, so our carbs, protein, and fat. The inside ring includes specific components of your plate, like non-starchy vegetables, proteins, whether in the form of animal meat or plant-based proteins like beans or something. And the center bullseye are our vitamins and minerals that we get from eating a variety of different foods. You can hear more about this in episode number 17. But in today's episode, I want to discuss how you can really and truly make your own personalized meal plan. In this episode, you'll be equipped to make your own plan, and to do that, I'll walk you through how I make my plan. By making your own meal plan, you can say goodbye to wondering what you're going to eat five minutes before dinner. You can feel empowered and prepared for your week of meals. And most importantly, Meals can be an enjoyable, stress-free time away from the stresses of life. So, without further ado, let's get started. As we get started in today's episode, I want to talk about things I think about as a dietitian when I'm getting ready to make a meal plan for someone. First, I think about the individual's needs. What I mean by this is that as a dietitian, I'm looking at individuals' biological needs for calories, carbs, protein, etc. in a given day. An exact number or even a range can be calculated for each individual. Nationally, the average person needs about 2,000 calories in a day, give or take a few calories. 
There are certain equations that dietitians can use to help you calculate your own needs, but let me give you some basics. I would recommend no less than 130 grams of carbs in a day. I've mentioned it before and I'll mention it again. Our body needs carbs to function. Yes, the types of carbs matter. Your body will be more pleased with carbs coming from something like beans or whole grains and fruits rather than candy. So yeah, I'm not recommending a meal plan of pure candy, but we do need carbs. I'd also say we need protein in our diet, but our body can only absorb about 25 to 30 grams of protein in a sitting. I would recommend no more than that amount at each of your meals and snacks. If you have more than that, really, our body cannot absorb or use that much protein and it causes extra stress on our kidneys, which we really don't want to do. So those are your basic guideline recommendations that you can follow. But you might be like some of my clients that I have that want super specifics. That's great. And if that's you, let me know and we can sit down and discuss what your specific needs are for calories, carbs, and protein, and whatever else you like to discuss. That's great. But if you'd like to know what I do, let me tell you. I listen to my body. And I can kind of hear crickets in the background as I say that. You may be thinking, yeah, so what? I hope that's not you, because let me tell you, I've done this, I've taught this, others have taught this, and it works. Listening to our body is a skill that is hard to slow down and to do, but it is the key to truly knowing what our body needs. What do I completely mean by listening to your body? I've kind of mentioned this before. Our body does a good job telling us what it needs, but we need to listen. If our stomach is growling, it's likely that we're hungry. If we're getting full, it's time to stop eating. It really can be as simple as that. But if that's not quote-unquote simple to you, let me give you a few simple steps. First, think about motive. Think about what your motive is for why you're eating. You can start to think about this whenever you eat. When you're snacking, what's your motive? Is it because you're hungry or bored? Is your motive deeper than hunger and you're eating certain foods based on your surroundings? As in like Thanksgiving or Christmas gatherings or maybe eating different foods at a sleepover or a birthday party or even just a random Tuesday after a long day at work. So, I'm meaning that you might eat different foods or even different amounts than you normally would because of the things going on around you. So think about motive. But next, think about choice. You have the freedom to choose what you want to eat. I've said this for a long time in my dietetics journey, and it never fails that someone will respond to this saying, oh, well, great, 
That means I can eat what I want and what I choose to eat is I want cake for dinner and chips for all my snacks. They always go to the extreme when I say things like this. But even if you do eat a bag of chips as your only snack and cake as your meals, then you'll soon find out that your body is craving other foods, even vegetables. Our body naturally will crave certain nutrients that it's not getting from food. So sure, yeah, you have the choice to choose cake and chips rather than vegetables and whole grains. But I would bet that sooner or later, your body will tell you that you need a healthier option. Whether it's that instant physical sign of craving quote-unquote healthier foods or ultimately long-term effects of higher blood sugars and the consequences that follow. You have the choice. Finally, I want to mention that you have to trust your body. Your body knows what you need. Sometimes we have, again, quote-unquote, fooled our body in a sense to eat a certain pattern But as you continue to come here, listen, and learn how to fuel your body with the necessary nutrients, you'll create a foundation of knowledge where you can trust your body to tell you what it needs and motivate you to make the best choices for your body and the nutrients that you need. So, three things to focus on to help you listen to your body. Motive, choice, and trust. That all was actually a really long rabbit trail, but I hope that was helpful for someone. Even more than going based on a calculated calorie need, listening to your body is an accurate way to consume the proper amount of food and therefore getting the proper amount of nutrients too. Yes, Even more than giving you a specific number, listening to your body is so important for listening to your body's specific needs. You could be more busy on a certain day and need more nutrients, need more fuel, or it may be a slower day and your body doesn't need as much. It will tell you, trust your body. Again, The first thing I focus on in meal planning, back to this overall kind of how I meal plan, the first thing I focus on is an individual's nutrient needs. And listening to my own body is crucial in creating my own meal plan. The second step in creating a meal plan is listening to a person's preferences. This gets into the nitty gritty and I love it. This takes into consideration what foods a person loves and even what's available to eat. Here's what I mean. We all have certain foods that we love. There are go-tos. This may even change based on the season of life that you're in. For example, right now, Stephen and I are loving grilling out at the beginning of the week having grilled chicken and sautéed peppers and onions, and we pair that with either rice or a portion of pasta. We love that right now. 
but maybe as the weather is getting cooler, we may slow down on the grilling, maybe change to having soup as our go-to, but either way, we may get excited about something else. I think the reason that we love grilling right now so much is because not only does it taste good, it's a constant, reliable meal that we have at the beginning of our busy weeks. Yes, variety is so valuable to getting in those good nutrients, but you can have meals you love. In fact, to make your meal plan, I encourage you to start a list of your favorite meals. I did this right before I got married because I was nervous about cooking for my soon-to-be husband that I would somehow forget everything and not know what to cook. And we all know that there are days like that. There are days where we're just like, what in the world am I supposed to cook today? So I made a list. It wasn't all in one day, but gradually I added to it and thought of fun foods and meals that I enjoyed like spicy chicken spaghetti, or vegetable soup, or having an appetizer night with pigs in a blanket as part of that meal, which I haven't had in forever, by the way, so this may be included in our next meal planning go-round. When you're looking at the week ahead, remember what you love to eat. But also, take in mind what you have already. No need to go to the store when you already have food in the pantry. Use those things to your advantage. And now I'll tell you my super duper secret to when I have different foods in the fridge or the pantry. Google. Yep. (laughs) For example, if I have kale and want to use it in a different way than just, say, a salad... But I also know I have eggs. I might Google recipes with kale and eggs. And you know the drill. A list of recipes pop up that you can choose from. This is a great way to create meal plans that meet each of your individual preferences. Finally, I look at a person's availability when I'm helping them to create a meal plan. Typically, I encourage people to look at the week at a glance. What's going on? What's on the routine schedule and what's changing this week? You can even think of the whole month view in light of how it will affect this week. Like, are you going to be out of town next week so you need fewer leftovers this week? Create the meal plan based on this week, just one week. As you're creating the plan, ask yourself these questions and think about these things. What do I really want to eat this week? What's going on in my week to affect my plans? Do I know that one day at work this week is going to be extra busy? Maybe I need an easy meal that night. What nights will be best for leftovers? Are we getting together with friends or family this week? Maybe I don't have to plan a whole meal those nights, 
but do I need to plan on bringing any side dishes? Or are we going out? Are we going out any other nights in the week? I encourage you to use this list of questions as you sit down and create your plan. And just like I encouraged you to create a list of foods and meals that you love, now I want you to add to this list of questions that you believe would help you in your journey to create your meal plan. And really, now you know. Now you know the secret for creating a meal plan. This is amazing. And for all the people who have asked for a meal plan, now you yourself have the tools to create your own. You can identify your needs by listening to your body. List your favorite foods and use ingredients you already have. And you can look weeks and months in advance to determine the best meals for you. But if you know me, I'm constantly going to encourage you that I'm always here for you and I'm here to help you and motivate you and encourage you. So, in order to do this, I have a big announcement. And yes, this is the big announcement I have been alluding to in previous episodes. To help you create your meal plans, I have created a year-long personal calendar and meal planning guide. I have two volumes. Both have different recipe ideas and themes. The first volume is kind of a flower theme, so think rifle paper company design, but uniquely hand-designed by yours truly. And the second volume combines watercolors and food, which are both of my favorite things, two of my favorite things that I love. Both volumes walk you through how to practically meal plan while also providing ideas for meals and snacks, and they include some of my favorite recipes. Ah, I'm so excited and I'm so glad I get to finally share this with you and kind of go live with this. You're going to want to get both of these because they both provide different meal ideas and different recipes, but especially as you're looking for a new planner, getting started almost, we're almost to the new year, as you're kind of preparing for that, you're going to want to grab these meal planning guides because not only are you getting a year-long calendar, you're also going to have a space where you can make your own meal plans each week. These are available to you through Amazon, and I will link them in my show notes. I hope you love them as much as I do. And it's that time again. Speaking of love, it's the local loves and favorite finds segment which is normally my favorite part of the episode, but to be completely honest, I think sharing about my new planners was my favorite part about this episode. (laughs) But I'm still going to share some of my favorites here, including 
Bell Tower Coffee House, which is newly opened in Shelby Farms. I've actually only been to Bell Tower's original location near the University of Memphis. The original location has an on-site pottery spinning workshop where you are able to take classes and spin your own pottery. It's really cool. The new location at Shelby Farms does not have a pottery workshop on site, but it does provide something else that people have been asking for, a coffee shop in the middle of the park. Now you have the opportunity to grab a cup of fresh coffee while you enjoy the nature and enjoy the outside Shelby Farms parks. If you go before I do, let me know. I cannot wait. My favorite find for this episode is bread. I just love bread. (laughs) But specifically, Pepperidge Farms 15 grain thin sliced bread. I know that's a mouthful, but really, once you get a hold of this, you really will want to just have a mouthful of the bread. (laughs) This is our favorite And we use this a lot in our meal planning to have easy lunches on busy days. This bread has whole grains and seeds all in it, but the key here is to buy the thin sliced version. The regular slice is fine, but it's the thin sliced is just not as bready, I guess, quote unquote bready. And it's just the perfect amount for sandwiches or toast or anything. It is the best bread you'll ever try. You need to try it. So that wraps up today's podcast. I'll remind you again, go grab your meal planning guide on Amazon today. I've linked it in my show notes. You can leave a review on Amazon sharing how much you love it. And you can leave one on here too, sharing how much you love this podcast. I can't wait until next time when we talk again to discuss how we can become the healthiest version of ourselves.